Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. What is up, party people? I am like super excited to be here with you guys today. Stoked about our topic. We have so much to go over. I have been super like excited about this week's recordings. We have really awesome topics. We have an awesome guest coming up in this next month of our round of interviews. So, Cannot wait to share that with you guys. And this podcast episode is all about how and why building a team is so important. So I remember when I was sitting in my mom's basement thinking about what I wanted my business to look like. And one of those pieces that was so important to me was connecting with like-minded individuals. So when I was in school, I'm going to share this story with you guys. I had a really interesting turn of events. I ended up taking a class through the communication school and I was basically asked to develop an event for our community with a bunch of other kids in my class. It was like a group project class and the whole semester was based around building this 
project and creating this community engagement experience. So I went to James Madison. We are located in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and there's actually a large majority of refugees in Harrisonburg, Virginia. It's where people are able to like go and live there at a decent, it's a very reasonable place to live. Like the cost of living is pretty low. They have a lot of different nonprofits set up in that area to support people. So with this community engagement exercise, it was actually called a touch a truck event. So I don't know if you guys have ever been to one of those events or heard about them before, but a touch a truck event is basically a place for young kids, you know, like really young, like maybe, you know, elementary school to like third grade to come and learn about different jobs in their area. So they can come, they engage with the truck, maybe they talk with the owner of the truck or, you know, somebody that works in that field. And they can learn about different types of careers that they can start to look forward to in the future. So when we were creating this project, I honestly got really into it. When I heard about we were going to be helping out this community and these young kids, I was really excited to help develop this project. And of course, when you work in group types of environments with your peers, everybody ended up getting a position that I wanted, you know, like marketing came around, two people got that. Another position was just like crafts for the events. Other people got that. And I and another one of my team members got stuck with community outreach. So we were going to have to call Every single business in Harrisonburg, Virginia, that would possibly have a truck, and we would have to persuade them to bring their truck for free, literally just for the community, and basically donate their time towards these young people. At the time, I was almost like sick to my stomach. It was one of those experiences, just like I had when I got the nonprofit job, where I ended up growing the Instagram following from 18,000 followers to 500,000 followers. If you guys have been listening to my podcast, I'm sure that you have heard that story many times. But this was one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so in over my head. Like I've never done anything like this before. I had worked in community positions before at my hometown, but I had never done this, you know, in a town that I'm not really aware of. I don't know any of these communities. Like if I was doing this at home, you know, maybe I could call my grandfather. Like I know people in the greater Philadelphia area. I could make that work. But here I had no connections, you know, like the only connection that I had was our community outreach engagement of, like the community center of Harrisonburg and he didn't really have any ideas for us so all of this research was done on my own you know my team member at the time she was dealing with a lot of personal things in her family so she was not really able to help as much as I think that she would have wanted to at that time just with what was going on in her personal life so I had really taken it upon myself to create this event to reach out to these people and I remember I was sitting in my college apartment at the time we lived in like these townhomes in JMU like right off 81 if you're familiar with the college 
you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm sitting at the table like sweating, thinking about calling these people. I'm having like the hardest time picking up the phone because I don't even know what to say to them. Like, how am I going to persuade them to come and be a part of this experience? And it was really hard. You know, like the first call I pick up, I got hung up on. The next call, the people are like, what are you asking us to do? Like, we don't understand what this event is. Is there a website? Is there a PDF? You know, like, is there information? Of course, I started outreach like literally at the beginning of the semester and the event is at the end of the semester. So that's like basically, you know, three to five months of time. I was reaching out so early, but I really just wanted to gauge what businesses were going to be able to participate and what businesses weren't. So I had created this whole Excel sheet, you know, with labels, colors, like people that I should never call again, people that I absolutely should follow up with, filled out this entire system for myself. Obviously, I was in PR, so I was in the communication school. This was my first experience of doing PR outreach for a school project. Prior, I had actually been working for another entrepreneur in the greater Philadelphia area. So I had dabbled in some of this outreach, but that was like to TV and radio stations. And I I wasn't trying to persuade some business owner to come, you know, spend their entire Sunday at this event. So it was definitely challenging. You know, I had basically created this list of like 100 to 150 contacts that I would follow up with weekly to make sure that they were absolutely going to be there. And it was so difficult. Like I said, I got hung up on, I got let down, I got told no over and over again. You know, I remember one day I had all of these calls. This person was so mad at me for calling them so much. They actually like cursed me out on the phone, told me never to call back. So it was really emotional, right? And I had to step back and really digest this experience, which actually didn't happen until after the event happened. So I was very fortunate, you know, this whole experience this event turned out amazing we had so many people come the whole community was so excited I think we ended up with about like possibly like 15 to 20 trucks which was huge for our small community of Harrisonburg Virginia all of these kids were there it was just so amazing you know face painting the whole event really turned out well and then after that I was able to process it so if you know me in my personal life I have a delayed reaction to things. It takes me like long, a long time to process certain things. So as I was processing all of the events, you know, that this was a success, you know, we ended up like getting an A in the course. My professor was like super excited about it. What a great experience it was. But I'm processing it and I started to realize that those people that I was reaching out to that didn't want to be a part of the community engagement, how if I was a business owner, would I have handled that situation? And would I have gone to an event like this? Like, would I be a part of my community? You know, would I be able to help educate people? Is that something that I believe in? It absolutely was. This was one of the experiences in my life that shaped me into understanding the type of business owner that I wanted to be since I was communicating with them, their team members frequently in college. I started to understand how they 
approached things, what they cared about, um, what questions they were asking, and it really got my wheels turning. So that was one of the early on experiences in my life of, okay, how can I show up for business to the best of my ability? And when I'm talking about finding this footing and jumping in head first without any knowledge of, you know, creating an event, like, yes, I had, you know, gotten my other internship with that PR experience, I had actually booked that woman her first TV appearance. So I had a little bit of bandwidth like under my belt. I had that experience. I wasn't afraid to call people, but to be able to present a event in a way that was really captivating was also such a learning lesson for me. And I got turned down so many times. So before I could learn this, I actually had to take this jump without knowing. So through every experience and every call that they're asking me questions that I don't have the answers to, I had to come up with an answer on the phone. And sometimes that answer was really bad. And those people told me to never call them back again. And sometimes that answer ended up being really good. And the more I went through the process, the more I was able to define what the event was going to be and present it to them in a way that would benefit them in the long run. So understanding that community and being a part of your community as a business owner is so important. Showing up is actually going to be a form of free advertising. So when the local deli brought their, you know, deli truck down to the event to explain to some young kids how they were making sandwiches, we actually didn't have a deli truck. That would have been really cool. I'm just kind of giving an analogy. They actually got great marketing, right? Maybe the next time those kids have a, you know, seven-year-old birthday party, they're going to call the deli truck to make them their food, right? So it was understanding how to present it to these business owners so that it could benefit their business and learning how they communicated. You guys have heard me say many times on this podcast, when I was a young girl, I ended up inheriting some stock from my father after he passed away. And I understood the economy. I started to learn about business. I started to understand why investing in a certain sector would benefit me in the long run versus another. And this is the same type of thing. When you start to perfect these practices, the more time that you save for yourself. So the more time that you're willing to put in up front, jumping in head first, you know, understanding how to craft these pitches, learning how to approach people, knowing how to communicate in the right way, all really does come down to practice. Like, yes, you guys can hire a coach, you know, you can take a course, definitely do all those things. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself, but all also know at some point when you're getting ready to take that leap, no matter how much that fear is pulling you back, you feel it like like a rope, you know, tied around your waist and the fear is just pulling you back. Like, don't take that leap. You know, you don't know what that's going to look like on the other side. Do it anyway. Power through. Even when you think you're not ready, trust me, you'll never be ready. I was never ready. Even after this experience with this event, even after getting my internship and having an entrepreneur on her first TV station ever from me pitching all by myself, 
I still was afraid to take on the campaign with the nonprofit. And I sure as hell was still afraid to start Meraki Media Management. There was never like a moment in my life where it just clicked and I said, oh, I'm so ready to take this step. There still is days as we expand this business, I'm training people, I'm onboarding new clients, I'm making connections with people in New York, DC, you know, all over the world. I start to get nervous. Can I handle these jobs? Can I build out this for my team members? Do they have the information that they need? And trust me, there's not always an answer to this, you know? Yes, there are mistakes that we make. Yes, we are in the process of growing, learning, developing the business. So we're going to have trial and error. But now I have the confidence to share that with my client. This is how we approach. This is why we approach this way. This is what we believe in. This is our values. Does this align with theirs? So the more you guys can start to define this communication aspect of what you do and getting confident in that side, it ends up just having a trickle down effect into everything in your life. You know, now I pride myself on understanding how to communicate better in relationships. Like this has totally filled and literally spilled over into my personal life. Everything that I learn in business, I also apply to my lifestyle. They're one in the same. So as I've learned to define my communication, yes, there has been days of me saying the wrong thing, of me not setting a boundary in the correct manner, of me possibly pissing some of my family members off, right? Like, That just sometimes happens and being okay with that and understanding that I'm not always going to be the perfect version of myself, but I'm showing up anyway. There is a sense of confidence and energy that you're bringing to the table with that that will start to gravitate more people towards you. And what's best is that even when you do misstep, even when you do say the wrong thing, the people that are gravitating towards you, they know that. They understand that. They feel your energy. They know what type of place you're coming from. So even if you do make a misstep, they know the energy that you're showing up with. They know truly who you are. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. I know this was a bit of a short one, but definitely filled with a lot of stories, a lot of different scenarios. And what I want to challenge you all today is to look back on some of these experiences that you've had in your life. You have all had success. You have all had some type of scenario, whether it be in school, maybe you're not in school. Maybe you're just living life, right? Think about your life experiences. How have they set you up to be the person that you are today? And give yourself some credit for all of this. You know, as I was writing this content, I'm like, oh my gosh, who even wants to hear about this stupid event that I did in college? I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is dumb. Why am I writing about this? But then I remembered what a sense of accomplishment it brought for me. And it really did help me level up within myself, like as an individual of who I wanted to step into. And that's why I want you all to start to reframe these experiences. Maybe they didn't turn out perfect, you know, like that event could have totally flopped. But guess what? I still had learned all of these communication skills. Even if it would have flopped, then maybe I didn't communicate with them the right way right so then I know next time when I'm planning a next event or I'm communicating with the next client 
how can I bring to the table what I learned through those past conversations, which is really what the end in mind is all about. So again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.